well-dressed guest today. We have the director of the Joe Lane Museum House, Lainey Hubbard, with us. Lainey, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. You uh, you have the uh, the 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 dress of 18th century North Carolinians, right? On yeah, right now? Uh, I'm wearing uh, the full costume of a lady, kind of dressed for a working day. Okay. Um, circa the 1790s or so. You'll notice I'm held together with pins, not buttons. Those are <laughs> yeah. masculine. Uh-huh. Now, a, a proper lady wouldn't be wearing oh. buttons oh. Um, day to day. No, so no. Maybe for a riding habit. So we are in the in the rally area literally walking on history mm-hmm. all the time. You probably drive by it all the time, the Joan Lane Museum House, the oldest extant home in Wake County. I admit, I admit it off the air. <laughs> I had to Google what extant meant, and it means still existing. Yes. Right? And so uh, the mission of the Joan Lane Museum House is to bring American history to life, providing a rich understanding of regional North Carolina history and the life and times of those who lived here in the 18th century. House built 1769? 1769. We, uh, that, that's the date the scientists tell us from the wow. cores of the wood. So we, we just did the math. What did we say? 500, uh, three, 254 years old. Yep. I'll have to start saying 255 in a week or so. <laughs> you literally can walk through history here at the Joel Lane Museum. So give us a quick intro. Give us a little intro, the brief intro that you would do normally. Yeah, uh, you already mentioned um, oldest extant home. We we say that extant, it just means that somebody was here first and yeah. their house fell down. Uh, so <laughs> we're, we're the oldest one that's still around uh, in Raleigh and in Wake County. Um, Joel Lane's known as the founding father of both Raleigh and Wake County. Uh, established the legislation to found Wake County 1771 under British rule. Turned around in 1776, took up the Patriot cause in the Revolution. And then in 1792, he sold, he did not donate, common myth, Um, (laughs) he sold 1,000 acres of land to build the city of Raleigh on with the idea that it would be our capital as it is. That's that's an amazing story. And uh, it's the thing that I think is even more amazing is the way it's persevered. And that has to do with other people, too. There's so many people that just had to have love, admiration, respect to keep it going all this time. And that is a long history. Uh, you guys mentioned Ruth Cannon a little while ago yeah. and the National Society of the Colonial Dames that she was a part of and these preservation organizations. Uh, the Joel Lane House is still owned uh, by the NSCDA, um, and they're still doing that work to keep the house standing and beautiful. Uh, we recently restored the paint um, in 2020, <laughs> took wow. it from an anachronistic yellow back to its original 1769, very handsome red. So we are in the midst of the holiday season. We are. I'm assuming not a lot of people in 1769 were looking for parking spaces at Walmart during the holiday season. Yeah, it was uh, more tie your horse up where you <laughs> found a good so spot. So what are the differences between the 18th century traditions and what we have in the 21st century? Many. Um, for one, uh, December 25th was just the beginning. Um, if you're talking about the 12 days of Christmas, that's day one. Mm-hmm. And the celebrations would run from there up through Twelfth Night, December 5th, uh, also the title of a Shakespeare play. Um, the celebrations tended to be much more focused on grown-ups than modern celebrations. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of adult beverages. Activities might include things like fox hunting and firing weapons into the air in celebration <laughs> and more adult beverages. Uh, <laughs> well, and, really not that different than 21st century. Uh, depends on your family. Yeah. A bit. Um, yeah, so that 
that was really the key to it. And as far as the celebrations itself, lots of balls and lots and lots of food. Uh, in 1739, uh, Benjamin Franklin's Poor Richard's Almanac uh, called, referred to Christmas saying, Oh, blessed season, loved by saints and sinners, for long devotions or longer dinners. <laughs> and food was really the center. So uh, one source I found was talking about a family in Joel Lane's social class, because this is really the 1% here we're talking about. Yeah. Um, a well-put-together Christmas dinner would involve two courses, and you would calculate it. You'd look at how many people around the table, and you'd have your family, often some neighbors. Let's uh, call it 14. I'm making up a number. So for 14 people around the table, you're going to take that number, you're going to add two, 16, for two courses. 32 different kinds of food for a single meal. And that's probably not counting dessert. And I will mention, in, in this case, it's important to say, the people preparing that food, in this case, would be enslaved. Yeah. So, And we know 43 enslaved individuals as well. Wow. So. Wow. That is, that's mind-blowing. And the best part is that you still have an opportunity to go to the Joel Lane Museum House while it's all festive and Christmassy, right? Absolutely. So unfortunately, we're past our big Christmas open house. That's always the first Saturday in December. But we still have the decorations up. That's another point of difference. Um, people may expect the um, you know, really ex extravagant, flamboyant decorations. They would have put some boughs of holly and maybe some bay and some bases and tucked some holly in the windows and called it good and uh, gotten on with the adult beverages. Not quite the Biltmore House scenario, right? It, Not it, it, yeah, quite. This is, yeah. Not even um, necessarily the Williamsburg Christmas. Okay. That's anachronistic, yeah. too. Um, if they had delicious, wonderful fruits like oranges, they weren't putting that on a wreath. They're oh, eating sure. that. <laughs> so. Yeah, remember, 1769 is kind of where we're talking about. Totally That's an imported treasure. <laughs> so. JoeLane.org. That's the website yeah. to get all the history, the days that are open, how you can go by and, and walk through Raleigh's history, the very epicenter of Raleigh, uh, as a matter of fact. Right. And, and a, a lot of years we'd be closed this time of year, but this year we are able to remain open. So we have tours uh, before Christmas, today and tomorrow. Uh, today, 10, 11, 12, and 1 o'clock. Uh, tomorrow at 1, 2, and 3. Um, all guided by docents um, dressed like lunatics, like me. Very <laughs> dress. Um, and we would love to show you around uh, where Raleigh's history began. Uh, none of the beverages that we were talking will no. be available. Just Absolutely so you know, I need, to, I need to let you guys know. It's a great place to go. JoelLane.org <laughs> is the website. Get all your information. Get down there. See it decorated as it would have been in the 18th century right here in Raleigh. Laney Hubbard, director of the Joe Lane Museum House. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for what you do every day, keeping history alive for us. Thank you so much for having me, and I hope uh, your listeners and you uh, will come check oh, us out. Definitely. We, we have a lot of fun with what we do. We love telling stories.